Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. I'm your host, Julie Sabatino, and today we're going to be talking about how to transport your wedding dress. And this is something that I am talking a lot about right now with my clients as fall weddings approach, because everyone needs to figure out how to get their wedding dress where it needs to be with the least amount of stress and hassle as possible. So this can actually be a decision that's not always easy to make. And I think that's because you have to ascertain your threshold of dealing with uncertainty. And it's not always easy when it comes to an emotional thing like your wedding dress. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of shipping versus carrying it with you and a few tips along the way on best practices that I've learned over the years. But before we dive in, I want to spend a minute talking about how your dress should be packaged. We all know that wedding dresses are special and require special handling. And how your dress has been packed by the bridal salon after your final fitting really plays a big role in the condition that it arrives in. So you're going to want to make sure that they've stuffed the bodice with cardboard and tissue paper so that it is molded to the form of the dress and that will keep it in place. And also put a layer of plastic over the dress before they put it in the garment bag so that there is nothing rubbing or catching along the bag or in other components that are in there. If either of these things haven't been done, you can take it to a top dry cleaner in your area and ask them to do it. A great resource for finding one of those is weddinggownspecialist.com, which is in the show notes. And it's a really great resource for figuring out who in your area is a specialist on dealing with wedding gowns. So now that your gown has been stuffed and packed and you're ready to go, let's figure out the differences between the methods. Let's start by talking about taking it with you. This is definitely the best choice for brides that are nervous to let the gown out of their sight. I totally relate to that because I am definitely not a risk taker and a bit of a nervous person myself. So I like to avoid all opportunities for things to go wrong and probably would be the one that I would pick. But depending on the size of your dress, the garment bag can be huge and kind of cumbersome to deal with. But if you're fortunate enough to be driving somewhere with your dress, this is easy. And you just want to make sure that the dress is laid as flat as possible, either in the back seat or if you have an SUV, you put down the, uh, the back seats and lay it flat. This is going to be great and easy and a really good solution for you. But things definitely become more complicated if you are flying with your dress to a different city. There's several things you kind of have to consider when thinking about if you want to bring it with you or if you're going to ultimately ship it. The first one is the logistics of maneuvering through the airport. These garment bags are big and they're heavy. And a lot of times it's really cumbersome to go through the airport with them. <laughs> you can trust me on this. I have done it several times and it's not easy. You're folding it over your arm to carry it. You're putting it through the security machine. You know, it's handled a lot. So you're going to want to consider A, whether or not that's something that you want to do and B, how susceptible your dress is to becoming wrinkled which your bridal salon will be able to talk to you about. But if you decide that you do want to move forward, you need to consider where you're going to put it on the plane once you get there. 
you can call ahead to the airline and say, hey, you know, I'm bringing a wedding dress with me. My flight is XYZ. And they'll say, okay, great. You can put it, you know, in the closet of the plane. And sometimes this works and it's easy and it's no problem. But if your dress is big and those closets are small with other items very often in them, it's not going to work. And I've actually had the experience where I've arrived and not even with a particularly big garment bag. And they've said to me, sorry, it's not going to fit in there. We have to figure something else out. And ultimately what ended up happening was that we folded the dress up, put it in an overhead compartment. And with this dress, it was fine because it was a beaded dress and not going to get wrinkled or damaged by all of that. But you're just going to want to be kind of careful, um, especially if you have a dress that's on the larger side. Another thing that I've actually had some clients do is purchase an extra seat for the dress. This is certainly not an inexpensive option, but it is definitely the safest if you can swing it. And plus, then you get the extra snacks that your dress in the seat can eat. But if all of that sounds kind of annoying, you could always check it. And if you can tolerate the risk, albeit small, that your luggage could be lost, this could be a great option. I've had brides purchase an extra suitcase and check it through. The advantage to this is obviously that it's much easier to get through the airport and there's less handling of the dress. But as I mentioned, I'm a person that avoids risks at all cost. I really can't imagine sitting through that entire flight wondering whether or not my dress made it on the flight and then standing at the uh, conveyor belt waiting for it to pop up. I don't know that I could tolerate all of that, but maybe you can and are less of a nervous person than I am. So that could be a good solution for you. But if you decide that none of these options sound appealing, of course, you could always ship your dress. If you choose to go that route, make sure that the bridal salon who's shipping it for you uses Federal Express overnight. This will ensure that you have a tracking number, but more importantly, that the dress is in the box for as little time as possible. And to that end, you're going to want to avoid shipping on Thursday and Friday, just so that there's no chance of it getting stuck over the weekend. Now, what happens if you're having an international wedding? And these are more and more common today. I almost feel like getting married in Europe is the new Caribbean where there's so many European weddings happening. This is something that a lot of brides are dealing with. And it's definitely trickier because it could get caught in customs, which unfortunately isn't uncommon. But if you decide this is the best way for you, you should really pay special attention to filling out those customs forms. I would personally make sure that FedEx is on the phone as this is being written out. Sometimes the bridal salons won't ship internationally, so you're going to have to handle this on your own. And in that particular case, go to the store and have them you know, walk you through the customs forms to make sure that you have it right. Even having done it many times before, last night I was shipping something to Ireland and got a call from FedEx saying that I needed to do a new commercial bill of something and they needed more information to have it released from customs in Ireland. So that's a bummer because it was delayed a little bit, but hopefully it'll arrive on time. And that wasn't a wedding dress. So, you know, it can just be a little bit of nerve wracking when, you know, having to go through this with your actual dress. 
And with that said, another option that can be really great is using a service that takes care of all of it for you. There are companies out there like Luggage Free and Luggage Forward that literally pick it up at your home and ensure that it arrives at its destination on time. I haven't used them yet, but I've been looking into them for a client who's getting married in Italy in September, and we have lots of things to ship over there. And I was actually really impressed with it. The pricing wasn't that expensive, not all that much more than what it would cost us to Federal Express, and it's handled very personally from door to door. So that can be a great option, and I will follow up and let you know how it goes. But no matter what you choose, one thing you have to keep in mind is that there must be someone on the other end to sign for it. So this comes into play when you determine where you're sending it. You know, If you're sending it to a home, someone needs to be there during the delivery window to sign. And if you're sending it to the venue, this can be even a little bit more tricky because not only do they have to sign for it, but... They can't store it for a long time, typically. They don't have the space, and they don't want to be responsible for hanging on to your wedding dress. So you really need to coordinate with them and figure out all of the details and logistics beforehand so that it goes smoothly. So hopefully all of this information has been helpful in deciding what choice is going to be best for you. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about what to do with it when it arrives, and if it's been wrinkled, how to treat it. So... Tune in for that next week. And as always, if you have any questions I didn't answer, please reach out. I really want to hear from you. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do it through Instagram. My handle is at the stylish bride or through my website, which is thestylishbride.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now.